1: and a secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military industrial hunter. UFOs,
2: paranormal phenomena, Please make yourself at home. I want to thank you, Veritas member, for making the truth journey possible. Please subscribe at VeritasRadio.com to listen to both segments of tonight's interview and all of our material. And tonight's interview is also available in high quality video inside the Veritas TV section of our website. When you subscribe, you are essentially upgrading your mind. And don't forget to visit the Veritas store for MMS, USB drives with all our seasons and bonus material, and everything else we have to offer. I wanted to let you know that I had a great time at the 2013 International UFO Congress in Arizona. I have started to add some short video interviews so you can watch inside the Veritas TV section of our website. I had the opportunity to meet dear old and new friends. And I wish I have had more time to interact with all of you. Thanks for your friendship and very test support. It is really appreciated. And I hope you made it all back home safely. Thanks for the information shared with me. For the laughters and for all your messages of hope to the world. It is unfortunate that some of this information cannot become public due to safety concerns, but slowly, maybe a different story. You know what I'm referring to. I don't mean to be cryptic, but it is a privilege to do what I do and become exposed to information that one day, one day, will truly transform the planet as we know it for the better of all living beings. Just know that you have a partner here, and unfortunately, this is something you will not get in the six o'clock news. In the next few weeks, we have another full interview with another favorite researcher, Richard Dolan. In addition, I have a bonus interview with an alleged hybrid young female that I have no doubt you will enjoy. So stay tuned and visit the upcoming show section. And to get in touch with us for member support, media inquiries, you want to be a guest or are a whistleblower? There's a link for you by clicking on the contact button of our website at VeritasRadio.com Oh, well, last comment. I had no idea, well, actually, I did have some idea that the Chris Bledsoe story was going to have an impact on people, but I had no idea it would be such a big impact to so many people who are writing to me, including respected and admired researcher from Europe, Susan Joy Renison. Some of you know that I've been in contact with uh, Ms. Renison for the past few weeks and one of her listeners actually compelled her to listen to the Chris Bledsoe story because apparently some of the information discussed by Chris correlates to Ms. Renison's work and she actually took some of her valuable time to listen to the entire interview and she posted a wonderful piece on her blog, and I want to thank her for that. So if you haven't listened to the Chris Bledsoe story, I highly recommend that you do. I get asked all the time, Mel, which of the UFO ET topic shows would you recommend that I play for somebody who's skeptical about it, and somebody that that we should wake up about this? And I think the Chris Bledsoe story is the example of a story. Here we have a businessman father, husband, deacon of his church, you name it, salt of the earth who goes through an incredible experience of sighting, abduction, multiple witnesses. So listen to it if you haven't. Tonight's special guest is another veteran of this show and is none other than researcher and author Grant Cameron who was awarded Researcher of the Year at the Open Minds International UFO Congress Conference, a well-deserved award. This interview is also available on video inside the Veritas TV section of our website. For those of you who know Grant, you know he has been involved in researching the US president connection with UFOs and has filed hundreds of Freedom of Information Act requests. But things are changing, not only for Grant, but for other researchers. I have noticed that, and many have also noticed it. You may remember my interviews with Colin Andrews, the father of the term crop circles. The first one dealt with crop circles, his area of expertise. The second interview dealt with crop circles and consciousness. Apparently, Colin had gone through some kind of transformation, and he actually shared information that he had never shared before. If you haven't listened to my first interview with Grant Cameron in 2009, also just like Collins, I highly suggest that you do. It is the essence of his work through the years. And Grant has also found the consciousness connection. Take the Phoenix Lights event from 1997 as an example. After all the research that has been done, what have you really found? What have we really learned? We see thousands of pictures of UFOs all the time. But if we really need to learn beyond that, consciousness is the key. You may remember Ben Rich, Lockheed former director of Skunk Works, when he said, quote, We now have the technology to take ET home. Unquote. In that conference, apparently some people came to him afterwards and asked him what he meant. And Ben Rich's response was, what do you know about ESP? These craft manipulate time and space. That's how they get here. Therefore, unless we start looking at the UFO and ET phenomenon with a different set of eyes or mind, we won't get to it. Perhaps this is why you never hear this mentioned in the mainstream media. And any UFO shows, TV shows you see will keep you going around in circles. Metaphorically speaking, they may discuss the pyramid as it relates to the UFO topic, but they will never talk about the capstone. And tonight, we'll discuss this and much more with Grant Cameron
1: right now on Veritas. Curiosity is not sufficient need to know. So it it appears that um, the president is given a core story. I'm not sure how much that involves. And... Like every other issue, they know anything that's classified. Don't touch it. Leave it alone. There's other people working on it. If something happens, if something breaks out, UFO crash, they can't cover up, then they got to bring him in. Then he needs to know. You need to know what's happened here. You need to know what's actually going on so you can answer the questions. And then they tell him how to answer the questions. Grant Cameron has been answering these questions for over 30 years.
0: His work helps connect the dots that link our nation's leaders with our country's ufological timeline. His interest in the topic began in May of 1975. It was in Carmen, Manitoba, about 25 miles north of the U.S.-Canada border, where he was a personal witness to what became known locally as the Charlie Red Star sightings. Over the following 18 months, Cameron experienced many additional sightings, which he continued to photograph along with interviewing hundreds of witnesses who were involved. More recently, Cameron's research interests have turned to the involvement and actions of the various United States presidents and the UFO phenomenon. His websites, presidentialufo.com and hillaryclintonufo.net, both explore past leaders' involvement with the UFO phenomenon. Cameron filed the Freedom of Information Act, which led to the discovery that Hillary Clinton had in fact received a book on extraterrestrial life from Lawrence Rockefeller, and witnesses had maintained that UFOs were likely discussed at that
1: meeting. One of my Freedom of Information Act requests was for all photographs Um, taken of Hillary at the ranch and all the photographs taken of Bill at the ranch because they they catalog everything. So they had about maybe I can't remember it was 35 or 40 photographs of Hillary and you're basically just looking at little tiny images and you're trying to order. So I ordered about three images of her being greeted by Rockefeller them walking down a trail uh, at, at the ranch and then one coming across a bridge. So when it it, it came out, we noticed that Hillary was carrying a book. And this went on for about two years. I put it out across the UFO community, and I said, can someone tell me what book she's carrying? Because there's no doubt she would have just been, in in the first photograph, she doesn't have the book. And suddenly she's carrying this book. So Rockefeller gave her the book. You can take the part of the book you can see with Hillary, and the other, uh, the actual book, you can see it was a book written by Paul Davies about the psychological implications of extraterrestrial intelligence, intelligence. interacting with Earth. What we have is a high-level CIA person who basically has been in the CIA for 35 years and is now on a contract to the CIA for seven years, was the second most powerful person inside the CIA to speak publicly on behalf of the CIA, and to me it was just unforgivable that he could come out and basically say that Roswell was real and the proof was there and that no one would pick up on the story and do it.
0: Last year, on June 23rd, in an interview on Coast to Coast AM, former CIA official Chase Brandon claimed that, quote, there was a craft from beyond this world that crashed at Roswell, end quote. Brandon claimed that while he was working for the CIA... He entered a vaulted room with restricted access at CIA headquarters in Langley, Virginia, called the Historical Intelligence Collection. Brandon stated that he had found a box that had the word Roswell on it. He told Lee Spiegel of the Huffington Post that, quote, I took the box down, lifted up the lid, rummaged around inside it, put the box back on the shelf and said, my God, it really did happen. The story dominated the Internet for a few days, and Cameron immediately began to research its veracity. He produced several thorough reports and interview notes regarding the intricacies of the case. His measure of healthy skepticism provided alternative views to the situation, particularly about the contents of the box that Brandon mentions. Cameron writes that the materials would be, quote, compartmentalized on a need to know basis the photos with the photo people metal with the metallurgists, and so on each person working on the crash will only be given access to what he or she needs to do their job at no time will you have all the material in a roswell box where numerous people can see what everyone else is doing
1: that this was planned and it was part of a what i think is a uh, disclosure situation where the core story of what's going on is being leaked to the public
0: also this year, Cameron reported on an interview with Russian Prime Minister Dmitry Medvedev, who was asked by Russian's R.E.N.T.V.
3: Absolutely everything. Well, like, for example, uh, they flew the Earth on the planet, they the only green yeah, so, i you the совершенно секретной. И она целиком и полностью посвящена пришельцам, которые посетили нашу планету. Одновременно предоставляется доклад абсолютно закрытой спецслужбы, которая занимается контролем пришельцев на территории нашей страны. Значит, две эти папки передаются вместе с ядерным чемоданом. После прекращения полномочий, соответственно, эти папки передаются новому президенту. Более подробную информацию на эту тему вы можете получить, посмотрев известный хроникально-документальный фильм «Люди в черном». Вышло несколько версий. Сколько их среди нас? Сколько их среди нас рассказывать не буду, потому что это может вызвать панику.
0: The film Medvedev referenced is a Russian UFO documentary produced by RENTV the same network that conducted the interview. His quote triggered Cameron to create a comprehensive timeline of updates along with noted people involved, like UFO researcher Bruce McAfee, who reported that, I was interviewed back in November by a person working for REN-TV and doing a documentary on UFOs. This report helped lend more credence to Medvedev's statement and place the quote in better context. Cameron also tracked down and posted extended interview cuts along with a more
1: thorough analysis of the translation. I think it had more to do with the network Uh, But Medvedev just basically said it. I don't think he was joking, but you really can't prove it until you get more on the story. So we we ran it as far as we could, and uh, now we'll see whether this thing appears in this new documentary, being UFO documentary being done by the network that asked the question.
0: Currently, Cameron is working on writing several monographs, including one that looks at a possible disclosure pattern to explain the many actions of the U.S. government relating to UFOs. He is also sorting through almost 100 Freedom of Information requests directed at the Clinton Presidential Library concerning UFO-related actions and policies inside the Clinton administration. Grant Cameron's work continues to be an invaluable element in the construction of our country's ufological timeline. His more than 25 trips to the National Archives, along with his diligent analysis, represent a dedication that resonates through his work. His research, writing, and lectures have opened the doors and shed light on many of the enigmas
1: that otherwise may have lain dormant. I now look back and think that maybe the sighting I had in 1975 was not accidental that I was meant to be there, I was meant to do this. I believe that, but also to me, every, everything in life is sort of a game. And uh, I look at life as you're given certain things that you're supposed to do, and you do them the best you can. The idea that knowledge is not used as sin, and to me it's a game, and I intend to try to win the game. So I play it as hard as I can. The same as I, my son was a very good hockey player, I encouraged him to go out there and do the best you can, use your talent, And I believe it's the same here, that to me I just couldn't sit still, I have to say what I know, I have to push whenever I think there's an answer there, and get it out to whoever whoever is listening, but it's a drive, it's a game to me, but it's something that started back in 1975, because my friends just went on with their life and I didn't. I just basically, when I had my sighting, just basically fell off the end of the earth, and I've been chasing this thing ever since this is why the 2013 International UFO Congress
0: is awarding Grant Cameron as our Researcher of the Year.
2: Hello ladies and gentlemen this is Mel Fabregas with Veritas Radio and I have the honor to be here once again with my friend Grant Cameron my favorite researcher from Canada and before I introduce Cameron again I have to tell you that I saw his presentation yesterday, and it was fantastic. So I hope that during the next two hours, during this full Veritas show, he can summarize what he discussed yesterday. But first of all, welcome, Greg. Great to see you again.
1: Well, Mel, thanks for having me on again and showing interest in what I'm doing.
2: Absolutely. Grant, I have to tell you right from the beginning, I have seen a few researchers, all of them, my respect let's let's take colin andrews for it as an example the father of the term crop circle crop circles a few years ago i interviewed him and then i interviewed him again the the week the, the, the year after and it seems that you are all embracing something new the topic of consciousness why and why do you think this is happening
1: i think there's a movement uh